1500, The Champ. It's a Tuesday edition of the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself are with you for the next couple of hours. We recap just a crazy bananas uh, night of sports last night. Not bad for a Monday night to come here on Tuesday with all that ammo to talk about and a game to preview. Uh, coming up at 4 o'clock, Iowa State and Illinois. Wish the game was a little later, but uh, uh, didn't go their way down the stretch as Arizona comes back and beats Iowa State. We'll talk a lot about that. We'll recap. I don't know. Is it an instant classic? The latest is always the greatest. That was unbelievable theater last night between those two offensive juggernauts. We will do that. Coming up on the program today, and all of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street, Des Moines, and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Doc Fuller is my dentist. If you're new to the area, uh, if you've moved from the west side to the east side or out in Altoona, uh, Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. We'll check in on the Vikings as they prepare for the Green Bay Packers. It's going to be really tough for us to get PA tomorrow, Trent. So yeah. I thought we'd probably get Yotter today and do a little bit of recapping and previewing the Packers with Tim. Stephen M. Sipple, speaking of previewing, Sip won't be here on Thursday. We won't be here on Thursday. The NFL will be here on Thursday. So Sip joins us today. Uh, Zubin Mahente at 12.10 and then 12.40 or thereabouts. Just before we get out of here, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports on the NFL. Well, so much to get to um, from last night. Did you, like most of the country that has a tendency to bet these games, were you on the over? So as uh, we, <laughs> we continue to hear about the historic nature of this game uh-huh. and the total uh-huh. databases going back to the 80s and nothing had been <laughs> close I to this. I know where this is going. So I said I had to bet it. I mean, I, I had to be involved in the biggest total in NFL history. Mm-hmm. I had to. Right. Because I'm a degenerate. Yeah. And I have a problem. I know. I can't sit it out. Nope. So, of course, I jumped in. And you bet the under. Yeah. I'm a moron. When everybody's going one way, you go the other. Well, not every single time that works. Everyone was zigging, I zagged, and Mm. I zagged 100-plus points later the (laughs) wrong direction. You were cooked by halftime. That I was. (laughs) That's crazy, Trent. There's a defensive score, and I wanted going on here. How good's Aaron Donald, by the way? We talked about Khalil Mack when we started the week yesterday Mm -hmm. and where his place is in the NFL. I still like Khalil Mack. But you know what? If I get the second, if I were choosing defensive guys to start a team and you get first pick, I'm guessing you'd take Mac because you're a Bears fan. And yeah, you know what? Yeah. Pro- I, I still think it's the right decision. But if I'm left with Aaron Donald, boy, he's a disruptor, Trent. My God. He's a defensive tackle. I know, six foot one. He's going to maybe lead the league in, as a defensive mm-hmm. tackle. Mm-hmm. In today's environment, that's seemingly impossible. I know. I know. And guys come it. off the edge to get sacks, yes. not up the middle to get sacks. And you have a lot more moves he can do, a lot more things. He is incredible. Yeah. And then as um, um, who pointed out on the broadcast? I don't, one of them pointed out on the broadcast. Might have been Booger. He's only got one. Not he's only got one move, but the, the one move is, is to the outside shoulder nine times out of ten. Sure. So if you're, if you're an offensive lineman, you know which, which way Donald's going to go, but you still can't stop it. It was unbelievable last night. He was incredible. Mahomes was incredible. Goff was amazing. Cooks was terrific. Yes. Trent, there's so Kelsey. many. Travis Kelsey. So many things to like. The officials, not so much. 
mean, that that's an, some that, of those. I mean, people the very were, first flag of the game. Yeah. That uh, defenseless receiver call against uh, I think it was Cooks that got hurt. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Please. There was plenty of those. Plenty of those to get frustrated about. Some of them they're like offsides. Well, you gotta throw the flag. Right. Full start. I have no problem with those. Right? You have to throw the flag. Mm-hmm. I think people went a little bit far, but you mentioned Mahomes. Three picks. Yeah. Fumble. Yeah. Six touchdown passes. Th- that's really good. Mm-hmm. But he's a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. And with all the superlatives we've thrown his way and all justified, he is a young quarterback. A young quarterback that makes mistakes. And there were plenty of mistakes in that Yeah, game there night. were. I'm with I mean, two it, young quarterbacks on display last yes. night. Yes. 37 touchdowns out of the year for Mahomes that's now. That's sick. He's going to break Peyton Manning's record. Yeah. I think. I think. His first year as a starter. In his first year as a starter. Are we trending the direction of Dan Marino? As far as what? Getting to a Super Bowl and never getting back? Well, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I know you are. Yeah, yeah. No, I You'd sign up for that right now. <laughs> right. I, I would, but I wouldn't say it out loud because yeah. I'd, I'd like Chiefs fans deserve some. You know, they deserve to see their team get there. They do. Um, you know, Tyreek Hill is becoming he's, he's, he's becoming almost unstoppable in this league. Mm-hmm. He is such a weapon. If your team's got some, and you do, you do. I mean, Cohen's he's, he's special. a nice player. Nice player. Yes. Hill's nicer. Oh, yeah. Um, but, my God, that was so fun to watch last night, Trent. It really was. I just had a smile on my face. I mean, I just sitting there, it was football nirvana. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. It was entertaining. There were stars. There were big plays. There was a little bit of defense. It yeah, the everything. Rams played some. Well, the Chiefs played some defense, too. They had a defensive score. Missed extra points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just it, it had it all. Uh-huh. If you are the curmudgeon. 23-23 at halftime on a mixed extra point. That, that watched that football game. There's not enough defense. This is. Well, you know what? Your football is gone. And either adapt. Yeah. Adapt or die. Isn't right. that a term? Adapt or die. Because this is the way football is going to be played. So we go back to Saturday, and I, and I watch the uh, Spartans and the Huskers in 9-6. Oh. I was entertained. Yeah, you can be. You can be. Penn State, Iowa, 6-4. I was entertained. Yes. I, they don't have to all be this way. Right. Big 12, I can watch. I love big watching Big 12, but I also appreciate defense. Yes. You can watch a slugfest Big 10 game in the mm-hmm. snow. Mm-hmm. And then you can go and watch a shootout in the Big 12 and still be entertained. It doesn't have to be played one specific way. Right. Remember the last game of the century? Somebody brought this up last night. The last game of the century. NFL, huge Monday night matchup. And How many we're years going ago? Back. 28. 1990. is the last time two teams with records this good played on okay. Monday night. Because I was going to say, I saw a game in 1994 at Mile High Stadium. It's a great one. And that's the best game I have ever been at. Mm-hmm. Baseball, hockey, football, Regardless, that's the best game I think I was ever at, Monday Night Football. God, I was hammered. <laughs> You're getting after Just blitzed. So back then, you would drink outside of your house. Yeah, well, we there was a, there was a place on the—I can't remember what the hell it was called. If anybody's from Denver, it's a Mexican restaurant up on the hill, and it would just—I mean, hundreds of people would pack this place before, before a Broncos game. I don't remember what it's called. Anyways. Joe Montana. Joe Montana at John Elway. And Elway yes. scored too soon. And you know what? Goff scored last night. I thought, oh, my God, I've seen this before. Scored too soon. Yes. And everybody was saying it. So I had to throw a gif up there, too, because everyone was saying it. Yeah. They had a little fun last night. But Which, the, so 1990. 90, the, the quarterback you talked about was involved. Montana. Montana with the 49ers yeah. against the – they were 10-1 and 1 mm-hmm. against the 10-1 and 1 Giants. And I – 
when somebody brought it up, I remember the game. Because the game stunk. It was right. 10-7. It was boring. I don't it was remember ugly. it. Two 10-1 teams facing off on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the last time we saw something like this record-wise. That game was boring. I remember. I was 10, but I remember that game because I remember the hype. The hype build, the build-up to it. The build-up yeah. to it. Back then, just reading the newspaper, reading every well, clipping. That's all we had. Phil Sims against Joe Montana. Uh-huh. Two great teams. Winner gets home field. On and on and on. And the game stunk. That game did not stink. No. You did not walk away from that game. You were not walking away, not entertained. No. Nope. It was I, incredible. It really was. Uh, and good for L.A. The city needed it. Boy, the building was packed. Coliseum was absolutely. Yes. Nobody sat down during that game. What an environment. It was loud. It was. That's what you want to see. Did Great the broad, to see. Did the broadcasters bring it down a peg? You know, last night, for as much as I have railed on them. Yeah. I didn't mind the crew. I thought it was their best effort. Did you? Now, I it's not a real high bar. No, that's for sure. Admittedly. Yeah. But I thought it was their best broadcast. The one part of the broadcast that stuck with me today is Jason Witten's ability to have fun at his own expense. Mm-hmm. But when he was talking about that philosopher who once said this quarterback can pull a rabbit out of his head. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, remember he yes. said that early in the year yep. at the end of a game and got criticized for that. And Testator picked up on it right away and said, good for you, Jason. Mm-hmm. And that was good. I did like that. Um, you know, being on Twitter and, and the, the media critics that I follow, and maybe that maybe that's a me problem. Maybe I should quit following these guys. I think that they just wait for him to say something so they can jump right on and criticize him yes. for saying it. That's why you don't put a guy that green in that chair. Mm-hmm. That's why, because that's what happens. He should he should be walk, working on Fox and on the number four team. Should, would Joe Buck and Troy Aikman or Michaels and Collingsworth, would they have even elevated that game more because of the crew that we listened to? Or did, did it not matter last night because the game was a standalone, it stood on its own, and it was so damn good. That's how I look at it. I don't think that I would have been more entertained if mm-hmm. Buck and Aikman were there. Or, yeah, if we, if we got if we got an A crew, I don't think it would have changed my perception of things. I enjoyed it. I, I've i told you for a long time, I've never been a big Joe Testatore guy, mm-hmm. even when everybody was Go- singing his praises. Yeah, Gaga on his Friday night. Because yeah. the games were usually good. So Right, right. I, I just I, His style is not my favorite kind uh-huh. of style. But last night I liked it, and uh-huh. I liked it because the great game was unbelievable. All right, since we're talking about announcers, I know this is not going to be the most popular opinion. Uh-oh. Because this guy's a cult figure, uh-huh. and he really kind of is a cult guy. Um, just I'm talking about Bill Walton. Um, is he? Because I, I watched, I mean, I, it was kind of like one of those Iowa and Iowa State football at the same time, so you're taping both, you're going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So I saw, I'm guessing, 98% of the Iowa State-Arizona game that way. Bill Walton's good. He's funny at times. Yes. But does he, it, it seems like every single time trend, it, to me, it's too much. It's too it's much. It's too much. Bill Walton kind of overshadows the game. And some may, some nights, maybe you need Bill Walton to do that because you get a stinker. Yes, I've watched plenty of Pac-12 basketball games. I know games. you have. And he wasn't with his normal guy. He wasn't with... Um, um, Who's his normal guy? Pesh. Dave yeah, Pesh. Yeah, yes. Uh, he was Pesh. with Pesh. He was with the uh, the White Sox announcer. Um, Jason Bull- B- Benetti, Benetti. Something like that. Um, and I, th- I thought the chemistry there early in the broadcast wasn't that great between the two of them. But Bill Walton is a, is, is a little bit. Could we do with a little bit less? No. Could you? You couldn't? No. No. 
That's that's what I sign up for. And mm-hmm. Thursday night, Pac-12 basketball, that's what I want. When the two games he does a day at Maui, that's what I want. Okay. Walton. I want him to be talking about the truck stop in yep. Walcott. Ragbri. I want him talking about Ragbri. I want him talking about Gateway Computers. Yes. And, and Jerry Tarkadia. Yes. And my favorite moment is asking Jason Benetti if his dad yes. played for Jerry Tarkadia. I remember that. So, no, no. I, I'm an air, he was an air traffic controller. Would have been really cool if he did. <laughs> I mean, it just, he is... <laughs> He is okay, stone to a bejesus. Yeah. He is having a great time. Mm-hmm. He is living the best life. Do you life. think he's had a puff? Oh. Do you really do? You don't think they make him pee in a no. cup? No. Absolutely not. He sure sounds like he's had a had He a, is you know, a high puff. as a kite. There's not a doubt in my mind. See, I, mean, I think that's his normal. That's, a, that's how he I goes through he life. I think he is. I, so you think he goes. He's he, hitting he, edibles at halftime. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? <laughs> I mean, why not? You're Bill Walton. Mm-hmm. You have. That's the only way to go, by the way. The yeah. edible route. Yeah. Only way to go. I've I've never partaken. Oh my. Had they're an opportunity in, in Vegas. Of, yeah, they're legal. In I'm self-employed. Why don't I just? I should do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, not here, please. Well, not at work, right. of course. But when you're on my there. own time. Yeah. Don't then don't try to bring them back on an airplane. I want you to be <laughs> back here. <laughs> right. On a, right. Whatever. That that would get in trouble. But that's the route to go. Anyways, that's the, okay. we we digress. Yes. Um. See, I'm. He's really good. I'd like the way he breaks down the game. It was very apparent he hadn't seen a lot of Iowa State over the no, last few years. No. Uh, and you know what? He didn't even try to hide that nope. aspect of it. And, you know, good for him for that because I, I have more respect for a guy who's willing to come out and, and, you know, to be clean right off the bat as opposed to try and fake it. Yes. Um, but the game itself, let's talk a little bit about that as opposed to talking all <laughs> Bill Walton here. He's okay. Don't get me wrong. But I, you know, just, I love just, him. Yeah, I love him. Tone it down just a tad. Anyways. Now, if I had to watch him with my favorite team, like if if he broadcasts every Iowa basketball game uh-huh. or every you and I, yeah, I'd get annoyed with him okay. very very quickly. And I'm sure Iowa State fans last when he calls your games, it probably does get yeah, annoying. I get that. I wonder if that was the case with them. I guess that probably would. I be. could I could see that mm-hmm. because you want to watch your team and you you don't want the histrionics and. I don't give a crap about Gateway cons- Computers or Walcott, Iowa, right. and the world's biggest truck stop. Yep. I want him. I want a colored guy that is going to say, "Now watch here, Taylor Horton Tucker did this because of this." He likes he likes Horton Tucker a lot. It's easy to like him. Yeah, it's really easy to it like. Sure him. is. Last night, can I tell you who I liked a lot last night? And and I think that probably you're going to have to tell me to you know calm down a okay. little bit just because I like the kid. And I like his dad, Bill. Oh, I know where you're going. Michael Jacobson. Michael Jacobson. He was good again last night. Trent, I think he is exceeding every single Cyclone fan. When when he signed from Nebraska, Mm -hmm. I think it was a collective, eh. Yeah. Eh. A guy. He's an Iowa guy. Yeah, play some minutes. He's way more than that. That he is. Way more. And especially now with the four guys that are out of the lineup. Where would they be without him? Where would they be without him? That's a Trent, he was really good again last night. Yes. And did it against a talented front of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there there's no DeAndre Ayton. No, but Cheater's a nice player. Cheater is a nice player. I really liked his game. He's springy. He's uh, mm-hmm. thin, but mm-hmm. how six ten, six nine, probably yeah, six ten. I'd say yeah, right in that range. But Jacobson, you've seen the expansion of the game. He has always been completely underrated as a an on ball defender, as a big guy on the block defender. See, I thought he was a better football player. I was wrong. And I think was it was I? You saw him in call in high school. Was he a better high basketball or football player? Oh, basketball by far. Was you, he? Yeah, I mean, 
the best football player was certainly Anthony Nelson. Yeah, but those two that. together are good. That was good. <laughs> good. Then they played on the basketball floor together, and that was a pretty good one-two punch, too. Yeah, but those two on a defensive side. front? <laughs> Jacobson, I, I heard you say that. I never bought in. Okay. He, basketball-wise, but he's such a good defender. He can block shots, and now that offensive mm-hmm. game. And Paul Rhodes offered him a scholarship, I think as a tight end. Yeah, and that's what he played a lot, and didn't get the football a ton. I mean, mm-hmm. tight ends in most high school offenses right. aren't going to be where you're catching 50, 60 balls in a, in a season, unless you're TJ Hawkinson, who did. Yeah. That's a different story. I wrote him on the Mackey list. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember, we go back to week number one, yeah. and it was Northern Illinois, mm-hmm. and Chuck Long is in the booth, mm-hmm. and he's talking about this Hawkeye team, and the best tight end on the field was TJ Hawkinson, and Hawkeye Nation went, huh? Did you not do any homework this, uh, this summer, uh, Chuck? We love you. We talked about that. We did. And statistically, he's had a better season. Chuck Long is right, Trent. More complete. Was right then, and he's right now. More complete pair, player, mm-hmm. better NFL prospect. His, his fan. It's no fan. I, I saw a mock draft today at 13. He's going to the Denver Broncos. Oh, really? That's what I saw Would today. you sign up for that right no, now? No, I don't think they need a tight end. Uh, I think they have more d- needs. But I think that's Like you. quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> but there isn't one this year. There if you need a quarterback this year, it's yes. the kid from Duke and the kid from Oregon. Good luck. And Herbert might not come out. And Herbert might not come out. Fair point. So, uh, Michael Jacobson. Yeah. <laughs> he has expanded that offensive system. He can shoot the three, hit a three-pointer last mm-hmm. night. Now, at times, he fell in love with it in high school. Yeah. And that's maybe a little bit of a concern. But the frustrating element, they got the lead. They're up 10. Here comes Arizona. They hit a couple of threes. And then Iowa State was ice cold at that point. And there was some quick shooting. Yeah, there was. And there was some hero ball. Mm-hmm. And you can't afford to have that. And this is a really talented team. Trent, I think be you better. identified the, maybe the most important sequence in the game right there. I really do. Ten-point lead, yes. couple threes. Yep. Shayak, a couple of quick shots. And I like Shayak a lot. He can score. Yeah. And I understand now that he doesn't have Tony Bennett strangling him if he right. if he takes a, sh- a shot before Freedom. three seconds left. <laughs> Rain it in a little bit. Yeah. Too aggressive at times okay. out of Shayok. That needs to come back. And when they get the guys back, if they get the guys back, and I think it's still an F question, isn't it? I mean, it's well, I think, reevaluating in December. Yeah, I mean. Tally and Lard still have some hurdles. Those are the two, clearly. I mean, Young's going to come back in January. Mm-hmm. I, I saw Randy Peterson tweeted out that the cast is off. Wigington, he's now in a boot. Okay. So step one is behind him. He's now on to step two. And I think they're still training for early December. So um, he, he's progressing anyways. But, this but, is a but good to team. your point, if they get Lard back and Tally coming off the bench and Wigginson's clearly going to start, and Solomon, Solomon Young is a really nice player, and he's been a nice player since he's got to Iowa State, they were shorthanded last night. Tyrese Halliburton is not ready to play 40 minutes in a game. Story. He's and done he did. that two of the last three games now. He's played 40 mm-hmm. minutes. Yep. This is a guy more in that 15-18 minute range. That's what you want at this mm-hmm. point. And he'll get back there. Yep. And Terrence Lewis left it all on the dance floor the night before, apparently. It, he did. Because he didn't God. have a lot last night. My guy. <laughs> That's good. I finally one. clicked on that link, by the way. Did you? I didn't stick with it. Did they, did they award him? The, did he win the prize or something? I didn't even. I didn't you didn't it last it to the end either. either. No. <laughs> I was hopeful that he'd become a better basketball player than what he's shown. He's your guy. A lot of stock. Yeah. A lot of stock. And, well, don't uh, sell it yet. I'll, I'll hold on to it.
It's a petty, it's a petty stock yeah. right now. It's a we got to take a break. We'll get Timmy Otter in here. Where do the Vikings go after that last loss? What's up next for them as they will host the Green Bay Packers, another prime timer? Uh, Stephen M. Sippel on Nebraska and Iowa. He'll join us at 1140 or 1145, somewhere in there. Zubin Mahente, Trent Zubin and I will go around the world of sports. Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com, NFL conversation coming up. Trent and I until 1. It's the Ken Miller Show. Thank you for being here with us on 1700, the champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700, the champ, Taz, and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8, real sports talk for real sports fans. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. What's in store this Black Friday at your local Staples? Comfort and joy. As in the comfort of a Staples gaming chair. And the joy of big Black Friday savings. Great for work or play, Staples gaming chairs are just $99.99, 50% off. Plus, you'll find huge Black Friday savings at Staples on the hottest holiday tech, laptops, printers, tablets, and more. The most wonderful deals of the year are at Staples this Black Friday, where there's a whole lot in store. Ballot 1122 to 1126.18, while supplies last. I'm Jim Cook, brewer of Sam Adams. We brew Boston Lager inefficiently. The expensive imports, faster, efficient, and cheap. We age Sam Adams for more than a month and use only heirloom hops. Glorious inefficiency in every sip. The Boston beer can be Boston Mass. Save the flavor responsibly. The holidays are a joyous time of year spent with family and festive celebrations, but it can be a difficult season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, needs donations for its Cheerbox program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's everystep.org slash grief and loss. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. 
does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charter House Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Hi, right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, Trent Condon and myself with uh, Until One. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star on Nebraska and Iowa coming up here in about 15 minutes. Right now, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Look back to Sunday night and ahead to Sunday night. Back-to-back Sunday nights. There's been a bunch of prime timers. Tim Yotter's with us. Tim, how are you? Trent and Ken. Doing well. How are you guys? Doing fine. Uh, Mike Zimmer's press conference yesterday. Um, I'm assuming you were there. You always are. Um, (laughs) What was your biggest takeaway from that? Um, Was he... I don't want to say critical, overly critical of Kurt Cousins, but maybe he wasn't too pleased was kind of what I took away with his quarterback's play against the Bears. Did uh, You were there. Uh, did I take it wrong? No, I, I think that's fair. I think he was critical both of, of Cousins and his decision-making and uh, offensive coordinator John DiFilippo and uh, how the offense is performing in general. So um, I think this is, you know, one of those situations, when it comes to the offense in general, I view where they're at right now and what Mike Zimmer said about it, um, saying that, you know, he thinks that maybe there's a little too much volume in the offense and they need to get back to uh, just doing what they do well as a team and as individuals on offense. I view it similar to where he was at after the Rams game in week four with the defense, where he said maybe he was overcoaching it. I think things this offseason got uh, a bit complicated for both, uh, well, for mainly the defense, but I think now the offense is starting to, uh, you know, get to the point where maybe they're getting away from some of their, their best plays and getting away from, um, making adjustments that need to be made because the, the protection may not be there all the time. 
So turnovers uh, continues to be mounting. Cousins a part of that. Dalvin Cook with a fumble. and Huge fumble. It, it really changed the complexion of that game early on. This is something that the last couple of years has not been a real big issue for the Vikings. I think last year, in fact, they led the NFL in fewest giveaways. Change this season, quarterback is a different one. But uh, anything else that you can equate this to, that has to be a frustrating element, though, for Zimmer and company. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, even last year when they were doing well, whenever Case Keenum would would have one of those like brain lapse moments where he would he would make a bad throw that got intercepted, you know, that just that graded on Zimmer. And since he's come in here, his philosophy has been play great defense, don't turn the ball over on offense, and we should be able to win most of the games, um, you know, through holding opponents down to 20 or fewer points and doing enough on offense to, to make it work. And, you know, for, for being critical of Keenum last year, I think, you know, to be fair, if you're going to treat things uh, this in, in a similar fashion, you do have to be critical of Cousins. And, you know, while interceptions haven't been a, a big issue up until Sunday night's game, fumbles have been for Cousins. And, you know, I, I just think he he needs to make somewhat of an adjustment to his thinking over the past three years with Washington, where maybe he felt he had to carry that team to adjusting to what the Vikings are, where hey, if, you, if you've got Thielen and Diggs and you're able to drive the ball down the field and, and get points, Fairly regularly, you may not need to to put up 30 points every game to to make it work, and so you, you just need to be a little bit more cautious. Um, you know, it, it, especially in the first two or three quarters of games where you're still in it, you've still got a shot, and you can rely on your defense. Uh, let's fast forward to Sunday night. Um, does it feel to you, Tim, that you know this is almost, and I don't want to say the division's out of reach at this point. I mean, there's still six weeks left to go, but it seems like it's kind of out of reach at this point. Um, I mean, Green Bay and Minnesota, they tied week one. We go back to the whole Carlson uh, snafu, and, of course, Crosby missed a big one too. Packer fans would point out. But this feels like an elimination game. Does it feel to you, so two-parted, does it feel to you that, you know, that uh, the division is out of reach at this point and is Sunday night essentially an elimination game as far as the wild card goes? Um, I, yeah, I mean, I think it, I would say this. I think it's definitely an elimination game for the Packers. If, you know, if they fall to four, six, and one, you know, it, it's going to be next to impossible for them to, to climb back out of that and get up into the wild card spot. Um, for the Vikings, there may be, I mean, I, I would say they could probably afford to lose one of the next six games, but anything beyond that is very precarious. But, you know, from the Vikings perspective, you know, of the three teams, Chicago, Minnesota, and Green Bay that are kind of left in this division race, um, the Vikings have the most difficult schedule of these next six games. So, you know, their, their opponents, their combined record, uh, I think it's 32-27-1. Uh, and one. Um, so over 500, and I bring that up because at this point, the Vikings have not beaten a team that is currently 500 or above. They've only beaten teams that now have losing records. So, you know, it, 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 it's very precarious. If the Vikings lose this, their chances are 
I would say, much slimmer in making the playoffs. Right now, they're number six in the NFC. So if the playoffs started today, they'd be in. But, you know, they they would have a lot of ground to make up because there's just a cluster of teams that are right below them waiting to get into that six or five spot. Well, as disappointed for Vikings fans, Sunday night was one of the bright spots. Certainly was Anthony Harris, his play, couple of interceptions, three passes, defense. Give us a background. A guy that's been in the league, been with the Vikings for a number of years, with the injury of Sandejo. Well, that's why they got a loca. And all of a sudden, here's Anthony Harris. Tell us a little bit more about the safety. Pro Football Focus had the best safety in the game last week. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not sure I would say that, but he certainly made a spectacular interception. The first interception was was tremendous. He just attacked the ball in the air and basically beat the the receiver to it. The second interception was kind of just, hey, there it is, right in your breadbasket. Mitchell Trubisky overthrew his target. But, um, you know, here's a guy that four years ago was undrafted and spent the first 12 games of that season in his rookie year on the practice squad. And then because of injuries, got a shot, got brought up to the 53-man roster, got a couple starts. But um, it, it was interesting this year because when the Vikings signed Iloka, I initially thought, here's a guy that, not only would be second in command to Sandeo, I thought he'd have a shot to unseat Sandeo as a starter next to Harrison Smith. And, you know, when Sandeo got hurt, they did turn to Iloka at first, but he, he was quickly pulled. And Harris, I think, has just been a little bit more reliable. He's got good range. Um, you know, he's willing in the, uh, in the run game. I, I don't think he, you know, I, I think Anderson Deo is going going to bring the wood a little bit more in the, the running game. But uh, in the pass coverage game, I think Harris is not only better, but takes better angles and, you know, creates fewer mistakes. So I'm going to be really curious to see because Sandeo's got a, a big contract now that is basically an option year next year for the Vikings. So, I don't see them picking it up on his current salary. Now, you know, if he's willing to to go down to a, you know, two million dollar a year salary, maybe they would stick with him. But I, I find it really interesting right now where they are at that other safety spot between Iloka, Harris, and Sandejo, and where they go moving forward. Uh, last thing, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Tim, give us the pulse, uh, kind of the fans. Um, are they cooling on Mike Zimmer? Is his? I mean, I don't know if his seat's hot. I mean, there's still a lot of football to be played. But if they're not a playoff team, Spielman. Um, I mean, does he have a decision to make? Is is? I guess is Zimmer on any kind of thin ice at all? Well, I do think that that fans are you know really starting to to wonder um, you know with Zimmer. But I would say the same is true with Spielman as well because when you look at you know, Zimmer would love to get the running game going a little bit more. So would John DiPolippo. But mm-hmm. when there are no lanes to run, mm-hmm. then where does that where does that fault lie? Well, you look at the offensive line, and they just really haven't taken high draft picks on the offensive line. So we've got Pat Elfline as a third round pick, who's playing fairly well. But um, you know, the rest are basically pieced and cobbled together. Riley Reese with a big contract in free agency, probably worth it given the Vikings situation. But, um, you know, Tom Compton brought in on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mike Remmer is kind of a middle-of-the-road guy who 
they had out at right tackle and is now at right guard. And you know, Brian O'Neill, the highest Rookie. pick, at yep. second round guy. So I just don't think there's been a, a consistent enough development on that offensive line. And it's clearly the weakness, and it's clearly been the weakness since at least 2016. So, um, you know, who do you blame? Do you blame Zimmer? Do you blame Spielman? I, you know, I think both of them are a little bit on the hot seat with fans. I'm just not confident that ownership is going to make a, make a change at either of those spots this year yet. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Tim, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we appreciate your contribution as always. Thank you, Tim. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Too. Thanks. Yeah, take care. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Vikings, Packers, hear the game here. If you're driving on Thanksgiving, we got you covered. All three games. Sunday night, same deal. Lock it in. Lock it in. Sunday night football. Packers and Vikes. Do you have an opinion on the game yet? Not yet. Packers have to win. Almost feels like the Vikings have to win. I think they both do. I agree. I think it's a limitation game. That's why I put it that way to Tim. That's kind of how I feel. I think the division's out of reach. Bear schedule isn't overly daunting. They still have the Rams, of course. Yeah. That's going to be easy. And the Packers schedule is not really easy either. Not the Pack year. It's not the Pack year. It, It doesn't. Worst case scenario for the Bears is nine and seven. Could they limp to that? Does that win the division nine and seven with that tiebreaker? Because the other two nine six and one for the Vikings, I don't see that. We'll see. We'll take a timeout. We'll talk. uh, Get to the college game. It's the Huskers and the Hawkeyes, and we'll get the Nebraska perspective. From Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal Star, when Trent and I continue, it's the Ken Miller Show. Glad you're with us on 1700 The Champ. Nets and hoops, rallies and hoops. College basketball lives here on the Panther Sports Network. 1700 The Champ. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Take out those festive sweaters, gather your family, kids, and pets because it's time for the ARL Santa and Paws holiday photos. Santa will even be making an appearance. By having your photos taken, you'll be supporting the homeless pets at the ARL and will end up with great photos for your holiday cards this year. Multiple dates, times, and locations are available during November, so schedule your time now at arl-iowa.org slash Santa. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. I don't mean to be so uptight, but my heart's been hurt a couple times by a couple guys that didn't treat me right. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie. Alexa, play meant to be. Okay. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be. Baby, just let it be. If it's meant to be, it'll be. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. 
Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Trent Connor and myself take you until 1, 1700 The Champ, Zubin Mahente uh, coming up in uh, early in the noon hour. Uh, Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com, working on Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star. Hope to get him in here uh, to opine. How much of the uh, Huskers Sparty did you see? A lot of it. Did you? I that's, did, too. That's where I spent majority of it. In fact, uh, watched it again today. Oh, you, oh, you know, that's it was on when I came yep. into the studio. Watched yesterday. a little bit more. Boy, Michigan State's offense stinks. I, yeah. I know I know. Sip was singing the praises of the black shirts being back, and mm-hmm. here comes the next national title. But well, I don't know if he said that. Well, maybe I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> Exaggerating a, a tad. Just a touch. But we do have to slow down. Yeah. No, it was I'm in a you. snowstorm against the Michigan State Offense has nothing left. Mm-hmm. Antonio the... Reed was really good for that uh, Nebraska defense. He was. He was probably their best player, I thought, in the game. But they're not... the week previous, they gave up 35 to Illinois. Yeah, no, I know. You, you saw that no, L- I did. Illini outfit. I did, yeah. <laughs> I saw them get blanked is what I what I saw. Um, did, when we had Sip last week, didn't he mention that, that he does a picks contest and he was struggling with the Iowa-Illinois game. Didn't he say that to us? That sounds familiar, I think that was the game he talked about. Um, And then we saw 63-zip. Right, right. So, 
did Iowa write the ship, Trent? I mean, did they take out a ton of frustration? Is Illinois that bad? I think this is going to be a very close football game Friday. I do not. You think Iowa wins A week ago, I did. Yeah. I do not. I think Iowa wins so this. blowout? 17-20, right in that range. You think it's going to be that big? Yeah. I mean, 34 So, so three 13, touchdowns. 35-17. Mm-hmm. You think Adrian Martinez is going to go off against this Iowa D? He'll make some plays. Mm-hmm. They have struggled all season. They didn't go off against Michigan State's no. D. He has Michigan State's D is really good. Struggled to convert third downs. Uh-huh. When they get in the red zone, they've been dreadful. Mm-hmm. They can move the football up and down mm-hmm. the field. And what does Iowa allow? Teams to go up and down the field and then yep. hunker down in, in the red zone. And their fact, kicker, Trent, I did, look, he lined up for that 47-yarder yeah. to win. I thought there's no way in hell. No way. No way. I mean, this is a walk-on kicker. I'm not sure if he's their second or third kicker this year. But his, his season long going into the game was like 36 or 37. Right. Uh, Not much of a leg. He no, made it. He, he made it. So got to give him credit yes. uh, in that game. But I think it's tighter than that. I think it's you a do. close football game. I don't know why. I think Zigbo's running the ball really, really well mm-hmm. right now. And again, I get Iowa's defense. Yeah. I mean, they're I, certainly the front four. Unless it's big plays, I don't see them. And, and with the banged up Spielman. Yeah, he didn't play. And, and for what I saw yesterday. It's going to be iffy that he's able to answer the bell Friday. Adrian Martinez against this defense mm-hmm. in not as cold a weather as last week. Right. Still cold weather. I don't I I don't. Did I Stanley don't Morgan take a shot in that game? He, he did, did, didn't he? And he yeah. was out for a while. I'm not sure his status. Right. I, didn't, I did see Spielman. Um, I, I see like a lot Azigbo. of Cade Warner. Yeah, he did. He played. Yeah. I like the two running backs, Washington and uh, Azigbo, both, uh, both very good running backs. But, um, boy, I don't know if I can go three touchdowns on you. I really don't. I like the fact that Sergeant finally cracked the hundo. I think you so should you do what, it again. So you want 24-21 kind of game? Yeah, Is that more? I think so. Right. Somewhere in there. What's the number? Seven? Seven and a half? It's up to ten. Is it? Really? It moved quickly yesterday. Quickly. So they can't get a bet. Right. Whoa. That's too many points. You think so? I do. All right, I think I know where you're going to be picking tomorrow. No, I don't pick those games. You know no? that. I stay away from Iowa and Iowa State. I don't like to pick those two games, those two schools. Well, we'll see. Um, so what what does that do? What does 8-4 and four do for you if the win over Nebraska is, is – is, I mean, look, we we came into the season saying you got to beat Penn State. Yep. you got to beat Wisconsin. Can't afford another loss to Purdue. Right. And Northwestern is – they're always Same. tough, but you should beat Northwestern. It's still a frustrating year. Mm-hmm. This this is a talented team. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between talent and good, though. Mm-hmm. This is not a good fo- this is not a great football team. This is a talented football team, and the difference is every time there is an opportunity there, something happens. Special teams against Wisconsin, defense against. By the Purdue. way, I'm glad Grona week scored the other yes, day because yes. of that very thing you talked yep. about. I mean, he took a lot of blame and offense against yeah. Penn State. There there is something that just hasn't exactly clicked. Uh huh. Because when they all click. This is a really good football team, mm-hmm. but getting them to do it. It all clicked on Saturday. It all clicked on Saturday. I guess I think a bad football team. Yes, that, that is a bad football team. Uh, for betting purposes, as I mentioned, the point spread move. Yeah. Nebraska. Ten. It has gone from seven to ten, yet Nebraska is getting 65% of the bets. How much percent of the money, though? And 74% of the money. Are they really? What is going on here? Well, is it so, a couple of whales? That's yes, usually that's, what that's it is. That's exactly because I know where you're looking. Reverse line movement. Right. You're not looking in Vegas. You're yes. looking offshore, offshore, where I don't think it takes as much to move that needle. 
Uh, is that is that the number in in the uh, in the Vegas properties too? Yes. Jeez. Uh, in fact, I think it hit to ten and a half, and that's when the buyback happened yesterday. Was at ten and a half at uh, most of the shops out there. And, and let's see if they've moved it all today, because that is all off store shop Vegas odds. Iowa, some nine and a halfs now starting to creep in, even a nine mm-hmm. out there. So. Buyback is happening now on the Cornhuskers. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. Um, boy, I don't know. I I still think it's going to be a tight game. I do. I think it's a tight game. Trent. Tight game. Yeah. What it What is it about Nebraska that thinks I think that, that they've improved that much? Well, against- they have improved. They have. They have from where they they started zero and six. I mean, and if the- they somehow I get it. If a, if a, if a but the Northwestern games, I think that's going to haunt them all winter long. That's going to push them in the weight room. That's got to, that's got to, Trent. I mean, they had that game one. That was like a 98% win probability at one point in that football game, and they lose it. And this would be for bowl eligibility. Remember Doc yes. talking yesterday about the, the stakes haven't been all that high in this series so far? Mm-hmm. This would have been one of those for Nebraska to get that bowl eligibility. This is their last game of the year. This is their, you know, the next state over. Hawkeye fans have been in their shorts all season long. Um, I don't know. I think it's a close game. Let's get Stephen M. Sip. We only get him for five minutes, so let's make the most of it. Sip, you got to really bring it. Bring your A game, Sip. We only got five minutes with you, kid. You ready to go? I'm ready. I'm ready. I was at practice, by the way. Were you? What did you see at practice? Did you see Spielman? Uh, we don't know about Spielman yet. We don't actually see practice. We just wrapped up interviews. That will prob- We will probably not know that until close. What would you think, Sip, if you had to guess today? Do you think he plays or not? Yeah, I think he'll. I think so, but I base it on just. I mean, I don't think he's got a. I mean, he's got a couple things going going on, upper body and lower body. But I think he could manage to get through one final game. Um, yeah, I, I think him being held out against Michigan State uh, will help him get through this game. If you know what I mean. Offensively, this this team can move the football up and down the field. Mm-hmm. They struggled against Michigan State. How much do you read into the Michigan State game, both offensively and defensively? The snow flurries were flying. It was cold. It was windy. It was everything there. Antonio Reed was flying. How much do you yeah. read both sides of the football into that, just because weather-wise it was such an interesting game? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think it was more about – it was definitely about the weather, Trent, but it was also about just the, the way Nebraska – fought i mean they didn't back down they backed down clearly backed down to teams down the stretch last season and now they're in this rock fight against kind of a big 10 bully in terms of defense and they didn't back down they made plays late on offense so they felt good about the way they came through late offensively got some field position and made a few things happen and that's all it really took in that type of game um and then the defense i mean they feel really good that was a bad offense they faced mm-hmm. in Michigan State. It's yep. bad. It's bad. But but they did play well. They they did fly around. The effort was was ex- extraordinary, um, especially compared to re, you know recent years. Mm. So they everybody just feels like every it, it just kind of showed um, in convincing fashion that it is on the uptick. 
I'm with you, Sip. I think it clearly is, too. Um, you know, what, what kind of game do you think? What what do you expect to see on Friday? I think it's a close game. I think I'm in the minority. I think Hawkeye fans, when you saw the Illinois score, score Sip, I mean, my God. Uh, I was shocked. I was shocked, too. I mean, they just yeah. opened, they just never gave him a chance. Uh, everything clicked. Do you think, what kind of game do you expect to see on Friday? Close? I think, I think close. I, I think that, that, I mean, Adrian Martinez is the thing that will run through my mind any time you talk about Nebraska. He's going to be tough for I, – I just don't think Iowa fans understand what Nebraska has at quarterback. And he's healthy, okay? He's a, he's a dynamic run threat, as you know. You've probably talked about it. Mm-hmm. But he's a, he's a better thrower than he is a runner, and he's a great runner. So he's a – and, you know, they're pretty healthy – and you know, we started off with Spielman. We don't know where Spielman, where Spielman is exactly in terms of that injury. But they're, they're a pretty healthy team. The one thing that would concern me if I were a Nebraska fan was something Scott said on Monday, and that was, guys, tanks are a little empty right now, but we have enough for one more game. This is a team that hasn't had a bye, twelve straight games, and I do I, that is a concern, of, I think, for Nebraska. So the rivalry, uh, the rivalry, some people don't want to say it's a rivalry. Other people say needs more juice to it. There was a comment made after the game from a Nebraska player that is ready to whoop up on Iowa. Scott Frost, though, he wasn't ready to go there. A lot of respect, it seems like, uh, for Frost for Ferentz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Frost knows him. You know, Frost coached at Northern Iowa, um, knows Kirk from those days and probably just knows him otherwise. Oh, yeah, I mean – you know, it's all when you talk about this rivalry thing, it's always a matter of perspective, right? So if you talk to the coaches, there does seem to be mutual respect, I think. I mean, at least from Nebraska's standpoint, players kind of the same way, although the veterans are sick of losing to them. But fans, I mean, the fan thing, what I say about it is it's very simple to me. And that is it's clearly the fans, a lot of the fan bases don't like each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just. You, you can you can get a sense of that. No I get doubt. a sense of that. I do that. too. But I don't know that I call it a rivalry because of that. Um, I I think it's percolating. I think it's there's definitely the makings of a rivalry. But I just don't believe a rivalry happens like that. I think there's got to be some occurrences. Um, you know, and, and we just haven't seen enough of that right at this point. There there hasn't really been a memorable game. You know, a game that you're going to remember. Um, 40 years from now. So I I think it's possible that it's going to happen at some point. I just don't think it has yet. Stephen M. Sip, Lincoln Journal Star. Sip, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. We'll recap the season and, uh, you know, recap this game and we'll do some stuff because I love talking to you, Sip, and I haven't had enough of it yet. Thank well, you. Well, we'll keep doing it. We'll keep doing it. Take I, care. I'm in. Good to talk to you, Stephen M. Sip, Lincoln Journal Star. Time out. We'll come back. Zuba Mahente joins us. So does Frank Schwab. Trent and I till 1, 1700, the champ. 1700, the champ. With the drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for the drive home. Real sports talk for real. Sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515 225 8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow. And I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 now and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Order now by calling 800-951-4694 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Des Moines. It's rodeo time, Des Moines. Cinch's World's Toughest Rodeo, presented by Ram Stampedes into Wells Fargo Arena Friday, January 11th and Saturday, January 12th. On Friday night only, chart-topping country artist Chris Lane will be featured in concert immediately following the rodeo. And you won't want to miss out because we have an exclusive Ticket Tuesday sweet deal opportunity this week to enjoy the rodeo and get on the dirt to see Chris Lane for half off. A $52 value for only $26. WTR celebrates 40 years and cannot wait to serve up some rodeo action like you've never seen before. Witness the stars of Pro Rodeo versus the world's rankest bucking horses and bulls. Be amazed by trick riding star of Dixie Stampede, Dusty Crane. But definitely don't miss Whiplash the Cowboy Monkey, the world's toughest rodeo and a dirt pass to see Chris Lane is this week's Ticket Tuesday deal. A $52 value for only $26. Saddle up and get ready to lasso in on this great Ticket Tuesday sweet deal on Tuesday morning at 9 on this station's website. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. 1700, the 